Let's talk pricing. What should you price your services at? Is it time to raise your rates? Why should you raise your prices? What will happen when you do raise them? In my experience, I found that most people probably undercharge for their services, and it's usually more related to a confidence thing than it is to a quality thing. So more often than not, it's probably time to raise your prices. So let's get into it. Hey, photographer mamas, welcome to the Capture the Chaos podcast. Do you wish you could book more newborn and family clients? Do you wish you knew how to find more time to do all the things for your business and still live your best life? Are you looking for that secret sauce to level up your session? I'm Brittany Renee. I've been where you are, friend. For years, I was confused, lost, and I struggled to build a profitable business that didn't suck all my time away from the important things in my life. I finally realized that if I was going to scale and become a profitable photographer without sacrificing my family life, I needed a better plan. I've implemented strategies that double my photography clients and gave me the time freedom to do the things I love and have fun doing it. I'm ready to share it all with you. Right now, your business probably feels like confetti on the floor after a birthday session. (laughs) A bit of a mess. Your life is busy, chaotic, and it's filled with joy. If you're ready to build a business that fits into that wonderful life, you're in the right place. Throw in a load of laundry, pour yourself some coffee, or a glass of wine, I'm not judging, and edit some photos. Let's get ready to grow, mama. I know it's really murky around the pricing topic and there's a lot of advice one way or the other. So I'm going to give you my advice and what I've found over the last 10, 12 years of doing photography. I hate seeing a really good quality photographer charging low rates. Not only does it cut the industry quality, but you're better than that, than what you're charging. It tells me that you don't have the confidence to charge more, and I want you to have that confidence. It's not selfish to charge more for your time. It's not just one hour of a session and you make a couple hundred dollars. Think of all that goes into a session. The email communication beforehand, deciding the location, outfits, helping them feel comfortable and ready for the session. There's a lot of back and forth that takes up your time. Then there's the traveling to the session. Maybe you can even get there early. After the session, there's the uploading, the culling, the editing, uploading the images to the gallery, etc. Think of all that time and energy you put into one session. Is it worth leaving your family for $100, $200 for all that work? I don't think so. You can work less and make more. When you raise your prices, you will probably see a dip in your bookings at least at first, and that's totally normal and it's okay. You're weeding out the price shoppers who will jump ship at the first sign of a cheaper photographer. A really good client experience adds value to a session as well. Think of Target and Walmart. The prices are lower at Walmart, but there are still people who choose to shop at Target. Why? There's a different feeling when you walk into Target. When I go to Walmart, I almost always leave feeling stressed. When I leave Target, I leave wondering how I came for toothpaste and left spending $300. But I still left feeling like I had a pretty good time. When my kids were little, we used to go to Target and get coffee and walk around for fun. I can't say I've ever done that at Walmart. If your client experience is a target, then you should be charging for a target experience. If you want to be a turn and burn photographer, you want to leave your clients with absolutely no memorable experience with you and leave the session feeling mostly frazzled, then charge the Walmart prices. That's probably one of the more harsh things I've ever said out loud, but it's totally true. If you charge low prices, you're going to get burnt out 
and not be able to offer your clients a memorable experience in a good way. Uh, yeah, sure, you might be able to offer them a memorable experience in a not-so-good way. Um, recently, I sent my email list a survey to fill out. I asked how important was price overall for their overall decision when picking their photographer. And I asked them to do it on a scale of 1 to 5. 5 being most important, 1 not being important at all. Almost no one picked 5. Maybe one person? Most were around 3 and some even said 1. They wanted quality photos and a good experience and were willing to pay for it. They wanted a nice balance between the experience and the price. So if you're sitting there thinking, oh, if I raise my rates, no one's going to no one's going to pay for that. That's not true. People want to pay more money for a service when they're going to get a good experience. You just have to have the confidence to know that you're giving them that good experience. What are some signs you may need to raise your prices? Well, first of all, if you have an editing queue a thousand miles long, okay, not literally a thousand miles, but maybe like 10, 15, 20 sessions long, it might be time to raise your prices. If you feel overworked and you're starting to feel burnt out, it's time to raise your prices. If you get every session that inquires with you, it's time to raise your prices. If clients book really far out in advance, like six months or more, well, first of all, I don't suggest doing that. And second of all, it's time to raise your prices. If your work has vastly improved since last year, raise those prices. And then if you aren't making a profit, 100% it's time to raise those prices. No if and or buts on that one. On the flip side, what are some signs you don't need to raise your prices? If you are not maximizing your sales yet, I suggest you start doing that first. And what do I mean by this? Let's say you're offering more images than you promise. Try upselling a gallery. If you tell your client they'll get 30 images, then give them 30 images. No one needs 100 images. And you'll be surprised how much time you save by not over-delivering. You can send them a proof gallery where they select their own images and add additional images for an upgrade. What I do is I do a soft proof gallery, so I slightly edit them, mostly just apply the preset, and then send it over to them. And then they select their images. Once they select their images and their upgrades, I go through and then I do all the final editing on that. So now I'm only editing 30 or however many images they buy rather than editing 100 images. And the more you get into editing and the deeper you go and the more intricate you get, the more likely you're going to want to do this. I brush, adjustment brush, every single image. Can you imagine doing that to 100 images? Like, I can't. I won't do it. I don't have time for it. Have you started automating your business yet? Are you automating the emails that you can? Are you automating your booking calendar? Are you taking yourself out of the repetitive tasks that you do every single time? If you haven't started automating your business yet, I suggest doing that now. Do it now when you're not super busy rather than trying to go backwards and do it whenever you are swamped with sessions. So do it now. Proceed like you're going to be a super busy photographer. So don't necessarily raise your rates until you've started automating and see how much time you can save. You, that's not necessarily one of the, like the do or die moments though of raising your prices. You can do that after you raise your prices because I still think it's going to be necessary. Don't raise your prices just because another photographer told you you should. Okay, take their advice with a grain of salt. If you are a small town photographer and a big city photographer said you don't, you don't charge enough, it might not be the best advice because they can probably charge a lot more than someone who's in a super royal area. 
Now on the flip side, if multiple photographers and clients are telling you to charge more, it's probably time to charge more though. You don't need to start charging more when you're portfolio building. Keep building that portfolio when the risk is low. That way you don't have to pay back a whole lot of money if you mess up a session. If you don't want to get pigeonholed into the cheap photography range, you could set a specific amount of time for your portfolio building uh, building prices. Let's say six months. For six months, I'm offering sessions at X amount for my portfolio. And then when the six months are up, go to the predetermined rates you set. Have your rates posted on your website so if they're booking a session that's after the date you've set, they know your prices will be different. We'll talk about uh, more about how to determine your pricing in a little bit. Another reason not to raise your prices is just because you've got new equipment. New equipment doesn't necessarily make you a better photographer. I would suggest instead of raising your rates to pay for the equipment, save up to pay for the equipment before you buy it. Keep in mind, if you start too low, you'll just be getting price shoppers who will jump ship at the next sign of a lower price. These people are not your loyal clients. You don't be afraid to lose them. Raising your prices will show you who your people really are. So when is it time to raise your prices? Like when's the best time to do it? I would say before the busy season, the new year, or just do it right now. How much should you raise your prices by? There's a couple things that go into that. I really hate the phrase charging your worth. It makes me cringe a little bit. We're all worthy and how do you measure worth? I'm not sure. So let's kind of look at this a little bit more logically. First, you have to run your cost of doing business and you have to determine what your expenses are. I know this is not fun, this is not glamorous, but sit down, do it. Figure out everything you spend money on. You're gonna be shocked and it's gonna make you a little bit sick. Think of your studio rentals, the apps you use, the websites you use, paying for your website, gas, props, if you pay for education and coaching, camera equipment, anything you spend money on for your business is an expense and it's also a tax write-off. Once you have that number, then sit down and think about what you offer. Are you a more intimate boutique experience? Do you spend a little bit more time with your clients before the session? Do you offer the full gallery? And now, like I know I said, don't offer the full gallery, but if you do wanna offer the full gallery, you better be charging for it. Do you offer a client closet? If you're paying for people to have clothes to wear, you should charge for that. What are your special touches that add value to your clients? You can charge more if you add these little touches on there. How much do you want to make per month? How many sessions do you want to take per month? Here's a quick formula. Take your monthly expenses, add how much you want to make, and then divide it by how many sessions you want to take. So example, your expenses are 500 monthly. You want to make 4,000 a month in your pocket. You want to take 10 sessions a month. So that's 450 per session. So if you're charging 100 and you want to make 4,000, girl, you ain't never going to get there. I don't think I've ever actually said eight in my entire life. I don't know why I said that. How do you go about raising your prices? So you can do it slowly over time or you can just make a really big jump. You'll lose clients either way, either slowly or all at once. If you raise them slowly, you'll have less of a booking lull, uh, booking lull, but will take you longer to get to where you wanna be. If you make the jump, expect a huge dip in booking. So for me personally, I would rather keep shooting and stay in people's minds 
and I also just really enjoy photographing families. It's definitely a slower growth growing that way, monetary-wise, but I think that would be my personal preferred way. You might want to just go all, all in and just go for the jump, and that's totally cool. What are some things that you can expect to happen when you raise your rates? First of all, this is a big one. It's not something you expect. You're going to have better clients. You're going to have less nightmare clients. For some reason, those free clients are the ones that tend to be the nightmare clients. They have the most requests. They give you the hardest time. But when people are paying more, for some reason, they're just better clients. There's probably some psychology to that. I'm not really sure what the psychology is, but it's really interesting. You're definitely going to work less and you're going to make more and you're going to get your time back. That's such a big one. This is a fun job to have and a lot of us get into it as a hobby because we enjoy it and then we turn it into a business. But it shouldn't eat up all of our time. And like I've said, you're definitely going to have a booking lull. It's not something you're doing. It doesn't mean you need to go backwards and lower your rates again. It's totally normal. Now, it might make you a little nervous to have to tell returning clients that you've raised your prices. So what do you do? You can prepare them or you can just do it. I usually just do it and I don't really apologize for doing it. And I think they've just come to expect that I'm going to be raising my rates slowly over time. If you want to prepare them for it, you can tell them that fall prices will be raising, but you can book a session now at the current rate and it will be honored. Keep in mind, if they don't value what you do, they aren't going to be loyal and supportive. That's fine. Say goodbye now. Those who truly value value you will stick with you. There will come a time you may eventually price your initial clients out, even if they're loyal. And I always like to give those super loyal clients a discount forever and always. Their prices will rise just like everyone else's. I'm not going to stay at my like year two rates, but they will get a discount on the on a portion of the session for whatever I'm charging now. You know, I have never made a price increase and regretted it. I've gotten a little antsy, wondering if it was the right move, and then it usually came back and it paid off. So keep that in mind. So your homework is to sit down and do your cost of doing business, figure out your expenses, figure out how much you want to make per month and how many sessions you want to take. So do that, and then you can figure out what price you should be at. If it's a huge increase, then you can decide if you want to make the jump or if you want to do it slowly over time, but create a plan. That way you're not just doing it willy-nilly. If you want help figuring out what your prices should be and if it's time to raise your rates, I would love to book a one-on-one -on -one session with you. Just head to uh, brittanyrenee.com slash photographers. I'm updating the website, so let me know if something isn't working. You can also DM me and we can chat that way. That sounded a little bit weird, didn't it? Not my best advice, you know? I don't know. I say on the flip side a whole lot. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode or hear any questions you might have. Drop me a DM on Instagram at Renee underscore photo. That's B-R-I-T-T-N-I-E-R-E-N-E-E -E -E underscore P-H-O-T-O. -O. If you haven't already, be sure to join the free Facebook group for photographers. That's bit.ly slash capture the chaos SB. And lastly, it would help me out so much if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews help boost ratings so that I can reach other photographers who need a friend in the community just like you. Again, thanks so much, and I'll see you next time.